Welcome to That's On Them. We're your hosts. I'm Aspen. And I'm Cheryl. And we're here to talk about life's challenges and how to navigate them. Offering tried and true tips and tools. Let's do this, baby. (laughs) Hi, Aspen. How are you? Hi, Cheryl. I'm fabulous. How are you? I'm really super great, too. Good weekend? Great weekend. Summertime and the living is easy. (laughs) (laughs) Well, one would hope so, darling. so cheesy. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why I just said that. That's okay. It's all good. (laughs) I love you. Happy Monday, friends. How was last week? Let's talk about showing up. I got some great feedback. I had so many people saying, you know, I really, you guys got me thinking about how I actually do show up. Um, And that is that great first step and then how I want to show up. So, you know, I encourage you guys to write about it too. A great step in really cementing who you want to be and who you want to become is writing. What does that look like? What does that feel like? Um, But so much good feedback and I'm pumped for today's episode. I know. I'm really. This is you one know? of my favorite tools. <laughs> I do have to say, this is one of my favorite things to ever say. It's so exciting. Okay, go ahead. Pause and park. And why are we saying that? Well, one, I think it's such a powerful tool in responding instead of reacting. You know, I so many. I remember you and I. We'd be working together, and I remember when you introduced the tool. It was like, okay, Aspen, we don't have to react but instead you can respond. And then it's giving yourself, I love this tool because it really gives yourself time to evaluate like, how am I feeling about it? And then have a thoughtful, intentional response. So I think we should jump into the story. I just, I think this is such a powerful tool in everyday life, but I love it for especially work situations. Mm -hmm. Um, I was talking to a friend a couple weeks ago and her boss kind of came at her with something as far as, hey, I need you to do X, Y, and Z. But there's a little bit of blame and there was a little bit of like, step it up. And she was feeling a little insecure about it. And she was like, I didn't know what to respond. So I just reacted. And my reaction was like to defend myself and be like, I didn't do that. That's not, that was not my intention. Da, 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 da. And I, and I go, of course, that's that's all of our instinct is to defend ourselves. Like, oh my God, I'm not a bad person. Calm down. But um, I said, you know, next time that happens, maybe I think there's so much power in diffusing the situation by pausing and parking and just saying, listen, I need a moment to think about what you just said. And I need to think about how I want to step forward in this. And I just need a set, I need a few minutes to think about this. So let me go into the reason behind the pause and park when it came up many, many years ago. Um, and it's very similar to what you and I talked about, because when you were kind of like, we're so action oriented, right? Everything is yesterday. Everything is five minutes ago. Everything is rush, 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 rush. And we, we, I mean, thank God we have the movement of mindfulness now. And thank God that it's mainstream to do yoga and to breathe and to journal and to, to speak. Like, thank God, because years ago it wasn't this way. So we've really, really embraced the power of, of healthy conversations and healthy actions, right? To nurture yourself 
So pause and park kind of came around when it's kind of like a funny joke in the sense of when people are going, you know, like insane. It's like, um, okay, let's just pause and park this. And you know what the pause and park tool is. It's you're going to pause this and you're going to park it on the 42nd floor or the third <laughs> or the 30th or the floor, floor. <laughs> or the 120th floor or 111, right? And you're going to pause that. You're literally going to park it up there. And then you're going to find out how important it is because you got to walk up the hundred floors and you got to walk and you pick it up and you carry it back down. So number one, it's about that acknowledgement of how important is this, um, creating that mental parking spot. And like, I really want everyone to visualize a mental parking spot, whatever it is, your boss, your friend, your partner, it doesn't matter why you're pausing something. Maybe you're pausing yourself, right? And most of the time you're pausing your own emotions and reactions to something. But, but you might be pausing a person. I remember a dear friend said, said, I want to go pause and park my husband. And I go, I go, go park him. But make sure you know you put him on the 20th floor so you could pick him up pretty quickly. Right? <laughs> I think pausing and parking other people and their reactions is so freaking powerful in protecting your peace. See? Oh my absolutely. God. Absolutely. And then the other part of this, Espen, as you and I talked about is if it's the 100th floor, the 10th floor, the 20th floor, wherever it is, you get to revisit how important this, this really was. If it's creating so much drama or emotion or just like just shaking your head and it doesn't feel good, it's you're, you're not in contentment, park that sucker and, and then revisit. Am I walking up the 100 floors to go pick it up again? in that temporary parking spot that it is and either leave it in the temporary parking spot that it's permanent from now on or go pick it up, bring it back down. And I think by the time you walk a hundred floors, you're feeling a little bit more relaxed about it. Yeah, I totally agree. And I think that there's this urgency, like you said, this like, oh my God. And people come to you things with like, oh my gosh, it's an emergency. The world's on fire and we're all going to die. It's like, no, no, um, your Amazon package is just getting delivered two days later than you expected it to. And this is like, you have to put it in perspective. Like, is this really that big of a deal? Even, you know, your boss emails you with something and like wants a response immediately. Okay. Are the bank accounts at zero? Are we in the negative? Is this something that has to be, is this an, oh my God, an emergency? Most of the time it's not. It's they're feeling anxious about something and they're coming to you with it. And that's okay because you're a team and you got to work as a team. But I think sometimes by you taking the pause and park, it actually gives the other person space and perspective. And I've had so many situations where people come back around and go, yeah, in the moment it felt super urgent. But now that I've put more thought to it, I think we should approach it X, Y, and Z. Or this really isn't that big of a deal. And you bring up a good point. It's about the weight of it. Like how much does this weigh? Number one on you, number two on the people around you, and number three on the circumstance. I mean, if, if water is boiling over the stove, you don't park that one. You turn off the, the gas, right? I mean, that's boiling water. You got, it's going over. Okay. You got to take care of that. But if it's, but if it's something where it's just really a bugaboo and it really is making you nuts and, or the timeline seems just crazy, just let's be less emotional about it. And let's just pause it, take a breather and park it. And again, the importance of it is really the weight of it all. 
Um, and only you know what the importance of it is, but I think having that visual temporary parking spot, even if you're like, even if it's road rage, right? Especially with the 405 or whatever, right? People are just so aggressive in the mornings. And even if somebody just cuts you off, you don't go aggressively after them. You just <laughs> pause and you park them on the 200th floor because you're never going to go do anything with this person. Right. Okay. Who cares about them? So it's really a visual mindset. Yeah, absolutely. And it's really a tool to protect your peace and protect yourself and be someone that responds versus mm -hmm. reacts. Mm -hmm. You know, it mm -hmm. slow down the thought process. I, I find that when I am pausing and parking and using that tool, I'm giving more thoughtful responses. Things flow better, you know. A person texts you and, you know, they want a thoughtful response, but you're in the middle of 500 other things. Mm -hmm. You're like, okay, I'm going to get back to you, but I want to get back to you when I have the capacity to get back to you. So pause and park it. Okay. So let's get to that question. Talk about getting to things. I love this question. Yes. Okay. Here we go. Our friend in Nevada. I love your podcast. It's been perfect for my drive to work. Yay. Up until the last two episodes, I've never heard of ego being in this, being described that way. And I think I'm struggling with the whole letting it go and being authentic self. My life is all about working for other people and making them happy. So I'm not really sure how to get myself and even find my authenticity, SOS. Huh. That's a lot. Yeah, that's a good one though. So yeah. she's really referring to the ego to authenticity episode. I think the reason there's a struggle to find authenticity is because we get stuck in doing things for others and we just don't even know what we want. I believe that this one's packed with so much stuff. And the number one thing, as you just said, Aspen, is take yourself back, um, nurture yourself, whether that's the grounding, you know, going into nature, um, saying no, no means yes to me. That's another quote that we love. No means yes to me because you're saying yes to yourself and no to the circumstances or whatever is putting you into that ego state. And that ego state, as we know, is fear on steroids. We're coming up with a lot of quotes today, girl. <laughs> fear on steroids, for sure. And I think that, you know, this, I need to be everything for everyone. I'm hearing a little bit of that. And mm -hmm. it's really disconnecting you from your authentic self. And that's why we're not, you're like, I don't even know what my authentic self is. Mm -hmm. What does that mean? So mm -hmm. I love this concept of me time and scheduling that time. You're probably someone that it's not going to come supernaturally to just, I'm going to go take me time. So put it in your calendar if that's what you yep. need to do. Yep. Calendarize me time. Um, just kind of go a little deep for a minute in the sense of, because you are a deep thinker, you can see from this question. Right. Definitely a deep thinker. Definitely somebody that's analyzing analysis through paralysis, right? Um, so I would say those people that you love or that you really kind of respect, ask them, go, you know what? What's my authentic self? And start writing down your authentic self, whatever that looks like. My authentic self is to hug and to, and to smile and to have chocolate and to get my nails done <laughs> <laughs> and get a massage. But really, my authentic self is to build community with the people that I love and adore. What's your authentic self? Um, I would say my authentic self is community driven. It is, um, 
really connecting with people and feeling an intimate connection with them. Mm-hmm. Um, and being creative. And that's yeah. the other thing to, to our listener who asked the question, where's the creative spirit? Like go in there and nurture that creative spirit, throw on that music, do that dancing. Cause that changes you from ego, girlfriend or boyfriend, whatever, whoever it is. There is no way ego can be connected, like we said before, when you're doing right. creative things and when you're doing things that aren't so mindful. So I think that that's, I think that's a pretty good wrap up with respect to this. The last thing I want to say is do not feel guilty for taking time for you. I, I schedule in my morning is for me. It's not for anyone else. And I don't care. It has to be a serious emergency for me to give up my me time just because yeah. I know I need it in order to be, show up as my best self. So I, I really encourage you to give yourself the space to explore, mm-hmm. to be creative, whatever you need to do for your me time. Okay. That's it. All right. We love you guys. Have a fabulous week. Um, pause and park, pause and park, pause and park. <laughs> <laughs> That's On Them is hosted by Aspen Rocha and Cheryl Pauletti. Produced by Lauren Boone and edited by Sarah Buczynski. Love you, tots. See you later, tots. <laughs>